Hey there, and welcome to the Agency Rockstars podcast. I'm Dana Lindahl, and I'm the founder of LegendaryLeadGen.com, where we help B2B companies become authorities in their industry, set more sales appointments, and convert those appointments into more sales. We also help other agencies sell our patented process on to their own clients. And we truly believe in the value of building and creating relationships, and in that being the main driver of new sales for agencies. So... Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to be revealing how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing agency podcasts on the planet. All right, let's get straight into it. All right, rock stars, welcome back to the show. My name is Dan. I am your host of Agency Rockstars. Think of me as your, I don't know, the MC, kind of the guy who introduces <laughs> the act at the beginning, right? Uh, Kevin's already laughing at my good jokes. Man, I love it. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, joining me today is Kevin Miller, who is the founder and CEO of All Approach, uh, an agency out in Seattle. So Kevin, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, I'm so excited, man. I'm I'm actually sweating bullets. I'm hype. <laughs> oh man, hey, listen, I'll send you the five bucks for laughing at my jokes later. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> so good. So Kevin, let's start. Uh, let's start easy. Let's start at the beginning. How did you end up getting into running an agency? Why do you do what you do? Oh, big question. So um, the the biggest reason, to, you know, Dan, for why I do what I do is because, um, you know, like a lot of people, I was working a nine to five. I wasn't feeling fulfilled. And, um, you know, I kind of had one of those breaking points. And um, for me, it was, it's a little bit different of a story than most folks. So I actually, uh, I used to work for a tech company. And one day I just decided I was going to go play some basketball to get my, you know, my work-life balance. I was really struggling. I wasn't making friends and, and living the life I wanted to. And so I was coming up the basketball court and, um, I don't remember exactly how it happened, but this is how it was told to me. Um, I was coming up the court and I actually froze and I had a sudden cardiac arrest right there on the basketball court at 25. And that was, needless to say, it was a lot more than a reset for me. Yeah. It, it kind of gave me, um, you know, I remember when I finally woke up, I actually woke up three days later in the hospital in the intensive unit. And, you know, I had no memory of what happened to me. And the first thought I had was, I feel like I've been living someone else's dream or someone else's life. It wasn't what I envisioned for me. Mm -hmm. I wanted that freedom. I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I was always afraid to do that. And I was afraid of being judged. I was afraid of failing. And so um, I decided, I was like, you know, you, you have this opportunity to take this in your you know, in your own hands and do this. Yeah. So I walked away from my nine to five, um, few months later, never turned back. Wow, man. That's in man, 25, having a heart attack on the basketball court. I, man, what, yeah. what a like scary, but what a blessing to be able to have that second chance then to really live your dream. Huh? Right. Right. Um, and, and, and as I was doing my research, Kevin, you know, I, uh, I saw you on, on LinkedIn and your mission is to change a million lives. How much does that reset for play a part in that mission for you? You know, what's crazy is, you know, I actually um, can see a difference in my personality prior to the sudden cardiac arrest versus now. Yeah. So the things that I care about, the, 
the things that are important to me in my life, the way I live my life, it's a lot different now. And the mission for changing that many lives, you know, in the past, it would, I'll be honest, in the past, my mission was really simple was to make a million dollars. That was the biggest mission. That was the, that was the priority, you know, or to be in 50 TV shows. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, that's not as important anymore. Yeah. Um, what's important is the million lives. So, yeah. Oh man. Oh, you give me chills, Kevin. I love that. That is incredible, man. So much respect for you on that. Um, now with that in mind, like you've got, you've got a heck of a, of a pass of like brands that you work with and stuff. Um, let's talk a little bit about, uh, f- first let's talk a bit about how you've grown and scaled over the years with all approach. And then I want to get into more about like, again, these clients that you've worked with and stuff and some stories. So my first question is, Kevin, um, on this one, how, how do you grow and scale at all approach? What is your approach to that? Yeah. Our, basically, you know, when I first started, I was like a lot of people, I was kind of side hustling it in college, right? Up until the point where I had that incident. And then I decided to really take things into my own hands. Um, the method that I used to do that um, like a lot of folks, of course, research online. I, I didn't actually go to school for marketing. I didn't have that that knowledge, and so I was doing all that research online, and um, you know, came across uh, ethical outsourcing. So hiring VAs, outsourcing mm-hmm. fulfillment, all those things, and so I just got really good at that because my background um, in college was communications and project management, mm-hmm. and so I realized I could leverage outsourcing and be really good at project managing process, put those two together, create a solution and a, and a methodology of outsourcing the right people at the right time. Hmm. That's so interesting. I feel like, I mean, this you have such a unique story, Kevin. Uh, I feel like what you're saying is unlike other agency owners who got into this because they were a graphic designer or a writer and they just wanted to start their own agency, like, like maybe that's part of it for you, but also you have this what I just heard you say, Kevin, is that you have this um, talent for project management. So you can then have people do the stuff, but you get to be the the architect behind it. And, and that's what you do at your agency. Is that exactly. like, did I get that? Yeah. Verbatim. That's the thing. So what we do now, the way the business has evolved over time is we actually hire virtual assistants for other companies, specifically marketing agencies and consultants. Okay. So Man, we hire so cool. those VAs and then we manage yeah. manage them and project manage their projects and all that good stuff. Yeah. It's amazing what technology's done for us to be able to Ooh. do that around the world, right? Isn't it? Man. Do you have so VAs? Cool. Um, I don't personally, but I've worked with I have friends who like I have a friend who owns a VA company. I've interviewed other folks who have VAs or who have their own services or whatever. So like it's become part of my world in the last three years or so that I recognize like this is an incredible industry. Right. Yeah. And they're so, and they're so powerful, you know, and, and it's just like, I don't know, you, you, when you, when you said ethical outsourcing, that kind of hit mm-hmm. me too. Like that stuck in my head because I feel like maybe one side of that VA thing and we're getting like off track here, but I love this conversation, Kevin. Um, <laughs> like y- you, you use like offshore, yep. right. Oh, you know, because you can pay them almost nothing and blah, blah, blah. When in reality, when you have good VAs, you're paying them maybe less than what, the cost of living is in the U S but they're still making really fair wages and you're adding to their lives too. Like it's so, it's so cool. Yeah. And the cool part too, what we decided was like, so, you know, we have around 16 different VAs that work for our clients on different projects. And what we decided was like, it doesn't matter if you're part-time or full-time um, you're going to have PTO 
right? And that's pretty much unheard of, right? For even in the United States for, for you know, part-time, even when I yeah. was working as a tech company, as a contractor, you know, I didn't have PTO like that. Right. So um, being able to pay people more, a higher base salary than what they would get locally and also offering uh, additional benefits too. Yeah. So cool. Um, so let's have a little bit of story time, Kevin. Um, share with me, if you would, uh, a favorite story that highlights how you do serve those clients and who they are. Let's tell that yeah. story. My favorite story all time, man, uh, my man, Vincent Perez. So, um, you know, right around the time, it was, it was actually really fresh. So this was probably, <laughs> I want to say month two after deciding I was going to do this thing. And uh, Vincent you know, he actually is a friend of my mom's, right? And so they had known each other over the years. And my mom, you know, every mom wants their son to succeed, right? So she's yeah. referring people to me, you know, and I'm starting out. So I, I when I first started, we were just doing websites. So Vincent gets referred to me and, I, you know, we're building out a site. And then I say, how many emails you got? You know, how many email accounts you got, man? <laughs> He's like, I got eight. <laughs> I was like, oh, why? Like, who, how are you? managing your life right now. Like what's going on? It's like, you need a VA. So Vincent was one of the first clients we hired a VA for. He called me, man, on the phone three months later, after we built all his processes, his site, his marketing, all that stuff. He calls me. So he had just started the LLC when he started with us. Then he calls me three months later, goes, Kev, yo, I, uh, I got something for you, man. I got to tell you something. I was like, what's up, man? What's you talking about? <laughs> he goes, yo, I just landed my first client. I was like, no way. What happened? He goes, it was a nonprofit and it was for $200,000. First client out the gate. I was like, whoa. Nice. It's like, this is way bigger than what I anticipated or any of that. You know, just basically one of my very first clients and he changed my life. You know, that, that ability to feel that confidence. I needed that confidence boost. That, that, you know, going through what I went through, that it was like really validating for me and inspiring. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So let's share a little bit about, um, if you would, Kevin, who it is that you do work with then, like wh- who's, who's a perfect fit for all approach and, and, and for what you do. Yeah. So when we first started, uh, our first niche was diversity and inclusion consultants. So we saw the fact that uh, these folks tend to be underrepresented, you know, especially online. Their digital marketing is usually not up to par. They usually mm-hmm. don't have websites. Um, they're too busy changing the world. Like I, I always say, DEI folks are like they're our biggest superheroes. They're really the ones fighting against racism, helping us be better, helping our children be better, right? And um, I wanted to be that person, that go-to person to help them, you know, show up correctly in the world. Um, so that was our first niche. And then um, as we scaled, we're like, okay, let's add on another niche. Let's let's try this. And so we decided our next niche was um, folks who need outsourcing, who want to outsource their marketing department. So specifically marketing agencies is who we typically work with now. Okay, nice. Yeah. Uh, so you do the marketing for the marketers to the marketers. Yes, sir. <laughs> that's awesome. How, how do you, man, that's so like meta. You have to market to marketers about their marketing. Uh, <laughs> man. Do you ever get lost in all that? <laughs> of course, man. But it's the thrill of it, right? Right. So, so on that, like, what do you see in the marketing world right now as pain points? What are you solving for those clients? Yeah. Right now, the biggest pain point is just about every uh, marketing agency owner that comes to me, they always say, hey, um, 
I have some of my lead gen processes working, right? I might have a, you know, a Facebook ad working. I might have some HubSpot going, um, but I don't have like a VA that I can delegate and book these appointments. Like who's going to actually nurture the lead, book the appointment, and then either help me in the CRM or track this stuff. So we come in, we enhance that. We create what we call a growth tracker and um, help them get clarity on how their processes work and and get that VA in place to delegate. Gotcha. Um, so then let's let's take a step back. Let's look at the the marketing industry in general. Like there's so much going on in marketing, whether you know it's the, the brand new shiny object of Clubhouse or mm-hmm. it's inbound marketing versus account-based marketing versus advertising. Like there's so much out there. Um, what do you think? Like, what are you seeing with your clients that we are generally, and because you work with marketing agencies in particular quite a bit, what are, what are we like getting wrong in marketing right now? Mm-hmm. You know, man, if I'm being honest, I think the, the thing that I see some of my clients get right um, that I wish more marketers would do is that mission driven piece. Okay. So like when you're talking to people, you know, they don't really, they care, of course, about the results. We all want that. We want the results, the guarantee, but why you're doing it and the way you're doing it is also really important. You're going to attract those type of people. So if you want to work with that big nonprofit, for example, who is mission aligned with your company, right? You're not going to get them just by talking about your Facebook ad um, performance. You know what I'm saying? So I'm seeing some of that and, um, you know, I actually was talking with a client the other day and we're like, well, if you're going to prospect on LinkedIn, like, yeah, it's going to work, but you're going to have better results and get the people you want if you put that messaging out there in the world. Yeah. What yeah. What is the danger to mission focused marketing that we hear people talk about and how do we solve that? Yeah, I think the danger, man, is like ultimately there's like an inauth- there's like an inauthentic way to do it and i think it's caused by you know a lot of us when we start we feel we have that we're kind of suffering from that imposter syndrome right we're sitting there mm-hmm. going like hey you know i'm this marketer who did this and i got this go-, right and and i get it like we're we're all kind of like new to this sometimes and at some point we all are right and so i think the biggest thing is uh vulnerability will get you to where you want to go a lot faster than pretending to be somebody who you're not. Yeah. Remind me of Brene Brown right there. Vulnerability. Let's talk vulnerability, man. <laughs> oh, dude, Kevin, this is so good. Um, so I, I've got, I've got the kind of the, the big question coming up here in just a minute, but I want to make sure uh, the audience as they're connecting with you and they're listening to your rockstar performance here that they can connect with you. Where do you send folks interested in connecting with you or hearing more about um, all approach? Absolutely. Hey, we'd love to connect with you. Feel free to contact us on our website, allapproach.com. Um, if you want to connect with me personally, feel free to shoot me an email, kevin at allapproach.com. Love to chat with you. Excellent. Uh, and of course, you know, you're on the socials and everything else. So like easy to find. Uh, it, it's funny because like Kevin Miller is a relatively uh, common name, right? Miller's Miller's kind of common, right? Kevin's not exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Kevin Marcus Miller uh, will get Kevin, you right where you need. Yep. Yeah. So there you exactly. go. Um, yeah. And yeah, just a, 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 yeah. Anyway. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to stop fanboying here for you. Um, all right. So Kevin, <laughs> uh, just, I'm just having such a good time with you. Like, I'm just so relaxed. You're, you're such a good interview, uh, a good conversation. So 
if I sound goofy, that's why. Um, all right. So here we go. I like to think outside the box and kind of push the envelope a little bit, right? If there's anything, <laughs> is there anything that you've learned over the years uh, or advice that you've heard that seemed counterintuitive at first, but then once you, once you implement it for your business it has a huge impact. Mm, that's a really good one. So, um, there's this huge argument about, uh, how much content to put out there. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I was really struggling with this concept at first. I was like hearing from certain people, like you need to post every day, every day. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. For me, what ended up happening was I chose not to focus on content for the first six months at all. So we weren't really dropping a whole lot. Um, and then when I felt ready and I felt like I was really who I wanted to be and I was ready to put out the right content, it started working and I felt ready for it. So the advice I had gotten at first was you need to start putting out content right away when you start. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, um, you know, I did choose not to follow that path and I think it did work out for me. I don't know if it will for everybody, but it did I mean, work. everybody's got to find their path. Right. No, I yeah. love that though. Cause yeah, I mean, that is like content is what, you know, content is King yeah, context yeah, yeah. is queen, whatever, like, <laughs> But in reality, yeah, if you're not authentic, you're not ready. You don't like now. Let me ask you this, Kevin. What is there a difference between being ready and striving for that perfectionism that creates huge difference? Yeah. Yeah. So for me, actually, what it was is I wasn't ready to tell my heart story yet. So I knew I was ready, you know, once I felt comfortable, you know, I'd done the work, been through therapy, you know, had really processed what had happened to me. Then I knew I was ready to present content to the world that was authentic to me and what I was really going through. Instead of posting a bunch of random, you know, Canva posts about (laughs) ROI and marketing. And I want to be a me. I want it to be about like, hey, this is this is what we do and what we're about. And we're about changing lives. So, yeah, very cool. Excellent. Kevin Miller with All Approach. Thank you so much for being a rock star, for being on Agency Rockstars with me, my friend. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening to the Agency Rockstars podcast. If you're an agency owner who would like to appear in this podcast, please visit legendaryleadgen.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you found this episode valuable, I would really appreciate you sharing it on social media. Even just a quick screenshot of the episode showing on your phone shared to social media would be great. If you truly enjoyed the episode, we'd also really love a rating in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Dana Lindahl, and if you want to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about everything we're currently doing at legendaryleadgen.com. Thanks for listening, and hope to hear from you soon.